This is StoryVox, your go-to podcast for audio drama, creative interviews, and intentional life skills. Let's dive in. Hello everyone, welcome to StoryVox. This weekly podcast was created to offer life, purpose, creativity, and productivity insights to young people through quality audio dramas, creative interviews, and intentional life skills designed to inspire hope in young people and empower them to pursue life with purpose and diligence, despite the negative circumstances around them. My name is Tolu Anmi Babarinde, a physician, missionary creative, and behavioral scientist who believes that Young people can do great things with their lives. Give them wings and watch them soar. Storyvox is the official podcast of the Grand Heights Initiative, which is the hub of creative life resources for young people. Find out more on ghwings.com. Today on Storyvox, I have with me a friend who, interestingly, I met her for the first time on our wedding day. I accompanied a friend to assist with the photography of our wedding and since then we've been good friends. I'm inspired by her warm and friendly spirit and her general positive outlook when you meet her anywhere. She's a content specialist who recently completed her master's degrees from Illinois and she's a scholarly warrior. So, welcome to Storyworks, Gosala. Thank you. So, who is a scholarly warrior? Um, that's a name he, you give anyone who lives with scoliosis, who has scoliosis, and basically living their best life irrespective. Wow, uh, that's that's awesome. So, who is Gosala? Everything you said and. I think I'm a weirdo, but in a good way. Um, I like spending a lot of time with myself, but I cherish the times I spend with people because I am in the process of learning to listen to people, to understand different perspectives in life. And as much as I can be an extrovert, I'm a shy person. I, that's, I don't know, I find that interesting about myself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm that loud mouth, you see, this minute and then I'm extremely shy to take up the next, you know, pause and all that. That's interesting. So, what's your area of expertise professionally? Okay, at the moment, I volunteer as a content specialist for Christ Life Ministries, a church based in New York, but I work um, virtually with them. So I am in the process of revamping their social media presence, especially, and then also reworking the churches or the ministry's website so that their organizational goals are clearly communicated to their main targets. So that is what I'm working on at the moment. I hope that in the nearest future I take on other you know, responsibilities, possibly in a full-time paying role, yeah, but basically, those are, that's basically what I wow. do. Wow, interesting, interesting. 
You know, we talked about um, Scully Warrior, and I think that's one interesting thing that I would um, really like us to talk about on the show today because one of the things that really made me admire you as a person is mm-hmm. the fact that um, you bring life to wherever to whoever you meet. And I didn't know you before your wedding, and it was like I'd known you for five <laughs> years at that time. And Isn't that because I'm extra? <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's a good thing. You know? It's a good thing. When people leave you and they, they have a positive perspective about themselves, right. I think it's a good thing. Right. I learned about your journey through um, scoliosis and I was really amazed and that's why we are here yes. to talk about it. Yes. What is scoliosis and when did you realize that you had scoliosis? Okay. Scoliosis is a condition of the spine where it is bent or curved slightly and it looks it just looks different from a regular spine. So usually you would see that someone who has scoliosis has uneven shoulders, invisibly curved spines. They have different degrees and um, sometimes it's conspicuous and some other times it's not. Usually the curve in the spine is shaped as S or C and that would many times inform the gravity of the condition. When did I find out that I had scoliosis? That was 2005. I was in secondary school. I was 14 going on 15 and my seatmate in secondary school just you know casually mentioned that my back was beginning to look like someone else in my class who was known to have scoliosis when I bent so maybe I picked up something and she's like oh your back looks like so and so and I just waved it over and that was how I, I you know got to know now I I'm typically not the type that goes home to tell anything that happened in school because mm-hmm. half the time I was always in trouble. Wow. So <laughs> I wasn't the type that I'll go home to say so and so anything happened in school. But that day, because I knew who that person was and somehow I felt my, I mean, for some, I don't, I can't remember what exactly pushed me to do that. I told my mom that my, someone said my back looked like, you know, that person and she, in my own, you know, regard, overreacted. And I understood later on because she's the girl's um, physiotherapist. And she said, oh, no, she has scoliosis. Your back can't look like that. I'm like, well, they said it did. So I bent. She asked me to bend over. That is a posture where your, your legs are straight and then you bend over as if to touch your toes. And she inspected to see if I had a hunch or a slight bump on my back and it was there. And then she exclaimed and all of that. So... That is an easy, that is the basic way we, we get to know whether we have scoliosis. There are other signs, but that is more straightforward. There's nothing, it's not rocket science. You can actually just do it in your you know, home and then take it to the hospital from there. Wow, that's interesting. Um, because I, I know in medical school too, when we talked about um, scoliosis and other um, problems related to that, I, I know that one um, important part that was mentioned, which... Um, I'm interested about, but was not really touched on was the um, other social, emotional, psychological issues surrounding, um, especially young people mm-hmm. with scoliosis. So, mm-hmm. how was that like for you growing up when, when you realized that you had scoliosis? Okay, so once I found out, I, my mom ordered a brace for me from Singapore because Nigeria at that time was not producing anyone that would work effectively. So. 
I had to wear it. It's like a big mass of plastic or I don't know what the material is, but maybe plastic is the closest. You wear it around your waist and it starts from behind your back all the way to your lower waist. So it's like wearing a shield. Mm-hmm. And you wear it under your uniform or anything you you know you wear and you see that affected me in so many ways. One, it's a very uncomfortable thing to wear. So you're already in you know some physical discomfort. Now to wear that you usually have to put on clothes that are bigger than you so you look weird already (laughs) and at that point I was this skinny girl with very brown hair with photochromic very thick photochromic lenses you know I had all those problems skin problems (laughs) with a shield (laughs) under her uniform and wearing very baggy uniform and I used to get picked on by a lot of my you know, pairs yes, wow, and wow. even teachers. I remember always still being the typical girl that gets in trouble. A teacher tried to slap me on my back one day and then a hand hit the brace under my uniform and then she called me and said, what is under your uniform? And asked me a lot of, uncomf- a lot of questions I considered very uncomfortable. And, you know, that began to get at me. I was just that, oh, that girl that has one lifted shoulder because when you wear scoliosis brace, it gives you a tilt and you just look very different from everybody. So, I started to, you know, retreat to myself and try not to talk to people, try to not... I, I didn't try to engage people mm-hmm. in the kind of conversations um, that came about because of scoliosis. I became very reserved, very shy, and partly defensive too because many times I just felt attacked by... People that people. didn't really yes. understand what was yes. going so on. so it affected yeah. my esteem, basically. Yeah, okay. So you had um, issues with your body image? Yes, definitely I did because I felt... So scoliosis is an idiopathic condition. That means it really does not have a known cause. And I started thinking of all the 6 billion people in the world, really, it had to be me. <laughs> and then why would, it be, why would it be at the time I had skin? I have very sensitive skin, so I had all sorts of things popping up on my skin. Why did, was it the time I had migraine that made my sight blurry and you know everything was just wrong with me all at the same time this was it's an age where i was very fragile and i it just my, my esteem plummeted at that point wow. and uh, you know, it was hard yeah. <laughs> and i can imagine for a for a teenage girl yeah. probably in puberty trying to learn more about her body and relationship yes. with others both females and the opposite sex you having all that <laughs> must have been very difficult for you yes it was and yeah. one thing i eventually resorted to was an extreme sense of humor i'm sure you already have a taste of mm. it and humor was my defense defense to push people away from getting to know the real me and just staying on the surface you know and I felt if I couldn't win people over by how I looked or, you know, the typical attractive teenager yeah. look and all of that, then let me just use humor. And mm. sometimes it was dark humor. Like I, I started picking on people and, you know, mm. making jests of them and all of that. And I look back now and I feel like maybe if I got some other maybe less if I felt less attacked by people and also got more affirmation from you know, other quarters, maybe I'd have had a good balance and embraced quickly um, my state. I can't do anything about having scoliosis. Good for me, I I was able to detect early, so Mm. it was well-controlled and managed. But, you know, like you said, the psychological and emotional impact would have been dealt with differently if I had, you know, those kind of supports. And 
I'll, I'll say that right now today I see a girl in a group that I belong to we'll talk, probably talk about that much later she's just about I think she's 13 and she's winning <laughs> like I, I, I look at, at her and I said I wish this was me at that age because that is, she detected early she has a support group she has affirmation from so many quarters and she's an, she's now an evangelist for school uses you know wow, it's, it's a beautiful thing she's telling people that irrespective of whether because she wears a brace constantly she goes about proud she has graffiti on her brace she's flaunting it so now that's someone owning the condition yeah. rather than being subjected to you know bullying like i was and, and all of that oh, that's interesting yeah because i i'm quite curious about the effect that scoliosis had on your personality especially at that age because um i know w- one of my um um interests is um finding out the effect of um childhood experiences on the outcome of people when they grow up so what do you think was as i know you mentioned um the humor yes. that came in what other things um did you so <laughs> this is a very funny thing. i mean not funny but i look at it now and i'm like have i even, have i even completely figured myself out because mm. i feel like i had a lot of delay figuring out who exactly i was because i just felt like that person tossed left right and center I spent so much time looking for acceptance and I can't remember exactly what triggered it and at what point. But it got to a point where I said, you know what, I own my thin brown hair and there's nothing I can do about it. Therefore, it is mine. These are my eyes. They can't see beyond (laughs) what they can Mm -hmm. see and they belong to me. But it took such a long time. I probably was in 300 level in university and... I feel like because of those situations, sometimes I find myself being a terrible cynic, someone that, <laughs> you know, I, I, it takes a minute for me to see all the positives in things generally. That's putting it nicely, but you know the way cynics can be. And that is because I became very refrained from interacting pe- with people on a positive note to start with because in my head I'm like oh I'm judged they think I'm that I, I, I made scoliosis the reference of everything that was about me so I didn't realize I had talents that I could sing I could dance at some point I can't dance anymore because I'm too big <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know I, 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 I didn't focus on the things I could do but it was more about oh well they think it's that girl with a tilted shoulder therefore every other thing has to be on a standstill so Maybe the inertia I, I experience in starting out things I really need to be doing today were informed by, you know, the problems I yeah, had maneuvering that, you know, condition. And at some point, like I said, I just had to own it and say, this is who I am. And I can't, I don't know how that, it wasn't a eureka moment, like, oh, mm, some cosmic force. It was a gradual process, process. and, of, okay. you know, staggering, falling, starting over and all of that. But eventually, I think, yeah. well, I'm here. That's, that's, that's really inspiring. <laughs> so I know that you, um, you went through some other um, associated um, challenges like pain from the back. Okay, yes, so I'll and, talk about that. And then um, you mentioned um, taking pain medication over yes, time sometimes yes. affects your stomach and yes. all that. So when I got to the... Yes, yes, yes. So when I got to the university, <laughs> I mean, 
I'm like, I cannot wear braces in the university. I have to be a fashionable girl, number one. Mm -hmm. Number two is the Mr. Right, <laughs> my public <laughs> prop up from there. He doesn't want to see someone with, you know, that whole brace thing. So I shoved my brace under my bed. And a few times I'll, I'll have to wear it because I'll be in so much pain that I, I can't even use my muscles to support my back. So I'll have to resort to the, to the brace. And the few times I brought it out, I had really terrible reactions from people. They'd be like, what is wrong with you? Did you have an accident? Did, I mean, one thing or the other. So I, I committed, to, I said to myself, I was never going to talk to people about my scoliosis. So because I wasn't using my brace consistently, and I, I mean, I wasn't even using it for an extended period of time, I paid for that by, with um, very terrible lower back pain. I am telling you that I have back pain as constantly as I do. Wow. And I, I, it got to a point where I had to take analgesic and then I was asked by the doctor to stop because it gave me ulcer and then I was I felt helpless because I'll, I'll be in terrible pain and then I can't do anything about it I tried to do exercises but I mean <laughs> they weren't just my thing at that point because I was too weak on the back to do that kind of thing so yes back pain is something very rife with a scholarly warrior and when you begin to excuse yourself from basic activities people can't understand mm. so i started getting labeled as oh she's lazy she's oh she makes so many excuses she i don't know it, it was just one thing and the other and people would not understand because they're like you 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 look whole you look like every other person, then why why do you need to be excused from um, this? I remember you talking about your experience with the photo shoot you went oh, for. Oh yeah, that that was a terrible one. So that was um, I was about to write to Jam. <laughs> I can't never forget that one. And I went to take a picture, you know, the passport photography put on your Jam for the exam. Yeah, for the exam. And <clears throat> our, the man, the photographer, adjusted my head like three times. He kept saying. Can you keep your head straight? Can you keep your head straight? And I'm like, just take, take the, the picture. picture. Like <laughs> this is this is how I know how to keep my head. He didn't realize that I had uneven shoulders. So he and he didn't understand that I had scoliosis. He had no idea. And then he said, What kind of human being is this? Why 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 do you have why are you looking uneven? If your pictures come out terrible, it's your fault. Like I can't do anything about it. He said that to a 15-year-old me, and that thing stuck with me for so long, and I, I carried it over into so many things. So I don't know. It was just a ter terrible cycle where even before people judged me, I judged myself mm. as not being able to do this. So I remember I wanted to join a dance group for such a long time, but because I was scared that by the time they make you go through the routines, you have to say, "Oh, but I can't I do can't this." Do that. I I didn't even try. Because I felt people would say, oh, what kind of person is this? And, you know, eventually it still happened because you try to do house chores, you try to arrange things in your hostel, in the university, and then by the time you pick one or two items, you have to take a break, and they're like, What's why? Wrong? What yeah. is wrong? You look like every one of us. Nobody cares. I mean, because my, my curve is not very visible. But, hey, why are you not joining us in this task? And then, oh, she's lazy. Oh, mm. she doesn't like to do house chores. Oh, and then they'll ask you, what kind of wife are you going to be? <laughs> wow, that's, that's what kind of wife are you going that's to be? The one. Oh yeah, people ask all sort of weird questions because there's so much misinformation about scoliosis. I've had people ask me, 
can you get pregnant? Oh, wow. Yeah. Can you carry a baby to full term? Can you do house chores? Can you, you know, all sort of things. Even with my braces, they ask, can you get intimate with your man? You know that kind of thing? And I'm like, wow. Well, hmm, these are really uncomfortable, yes, yeah. you know? But I mean, and people don't know enough. But I, I think it's getting better, especially in yeah. Nigeria now. I saw an article you wrote for um, an organization beyond the curved spine yes, and you said that God himself formed this vessel and he put a little twist to it. I found that interesting anyway. <laughs> it is not mine to fix it, it is mine to fill the vessel with everything beautiful, positive, pure and right. Yes. So interestingly, I think um, from my interaction with you, I see beautiful, positive, pure and right. Mm. And um, what changed? What changed? What was the experience with um, Beyond the Curved Spine? Because I know you mentioned that as yes. one of your um, turning points. Turning points so, so I, like I said, I started that journey to owning who I was, irrespective of having, you know, my abilities in certain areas of my life. And the climax of it was in 2015 when I was at work and I was crying helplessly. I mean, not making a scene out of it, but my boss knew that I was distressed because I couldn't take any pain medicine and I was in extreme back pain. So out of the blues, a couple days after, probably weeks, he sent me a Twitter page that, oh, I found these people in Nigeria that, you know, they like an advocacy group for scoliosis. I'm like, interesting. So I just said, I'll probably just be involved passively, follow them on social media and that's it. But I just kept feeling the nudge to, you know, connect more with them. And then I called the convener, Abin Bola, she's a very, very amazing woman. And then she was nice to me. And on July 2nd, 2015, or 2016 actually, I think, I, we had a first face-to-face -face meeting. And when I met her, everything made sense now, why I had to own it. She's a phenomenal woman because she owns her situation. She owns, like she's the most positive person I've met in my entire life. And that is without exaggeration. She's the convener. She's, she is committed to making people live their best life regardless of scoliosis best life in the sense that push yourself beyond what they tell you you cannot do push yourself to do everything you know you can do and it is that that whole thing that whole you know meeting changed my life mm. i won got home and told myself busala you've been an ingrate you know why because i've been blessed with the gift of early detection mm -hmm. i've been blessed with the gift of proper management look i had none of my braces was made <laughs> in nigeria because they were top quality braces my mother is a physiotherapist, she knows. So she knows all the exercises. I had the best of everything, yet I was asking myself, why me? And people, there were people that had moved past that question and they were just like, scoliosis, okay. And then we move. Mm -hmm. But that was the trigger for me and, say, and I said to myself, no more. When I say God himself formed me and added a twist to it, this is a summary of my acceptance process. Okay, so no more, why me? But okay, you've chosen this for me, and then what do I do with it? So I have scoliosis. So what? Mm. You I know, mean, you reminded me of David Ring. He, okay. he had cerebral palsy, mm -hmm. and what he used to say exactly is that I have cerebral palsy. So what? <laughs> because he went on, you know, he, he lost his dad and his mom, mm -hmm. 
had a teenager, he was raised in multiple foster homes. He went on to be a public speaker, spoke in many places all over America, built a, built a ministry, married, gave birth to children, has grandchildren, and he always says that I have cerebral palsy, so what? Exactly. So it reminds me of a lot of people with um, physical limitations mm -hmm. as perceived by humans. And then, is that the hand? Is that right. the limit to what we can right. achieve despite those things? So, exactly. it's really an And I also think to story. myself, scoliosis is not the worst thing that can happen to people. So, why do I want to get stuck mm. at this level? So, and then it was instructive for me by God, being a Christian, that sometimes He wants to make His strength visible despite whatever you think is a limitation. To so God, is not a limitation. So, I, it was very instructive for me when I joined Beyond the Corrupt Span because I now met other people with amazing stories who have gone out to say, you know what, I had this condition, mine was not properly managed, but not on my watch would another person go without detecting early. So Beyond the Corrupt Span is out there propagating, you know, information about scoliosis. And for me, the, the acceptance process is a very difficult one because it is not a step one, step two, step three thing. It is today I'm in the mood, tomorrow I'm not in the mood. Despite not being in the mood, guess what? Nobody's gonna make me feel less of myself or I won't even feel less of myself. No matter, You know, the, the, the encouraging talk, talk you give to yourself, you look at yourself. I didn't used to look at myself in the mirror for a very long time. And then I'm like, come on, there are people that have have things worse, worse not even related to scoliosis what if it was burns i mean i have i've seen so many stories online people i know in real life who have been physically deformed by certain unfortunate circumstances and guess what they're moving they're on with their lives life. doing the best things possible being at the you know acing their careers believing god and you know just doing amazing things out there and then why would i use this <laughs> I mean, I won't call it a little thing because it takes a lot to live as a scholarly warrior. There are people that have had to have surgeries, you know, and it's one thing and the other every day. And they're still, you know, doing amazing stuff all over the world. So mm. I decided wow. to accept it. That's interesting. This really uh, an inspiring experience you have because um, I think it's a testament to everyone that has... A limitation, a weakness, yes. stuttering, um, you know, health conditions yeah. that really there's so much limit we place on ourselves mm -hmm. because of the perception of those um, weaknesses. But there's a lot more that God can do through us exactly. and we can achieve. And also to um, to encourage a supportive atmosphere for people, mm -hmm. not pity atmosphere. Not but a supportive atmosphere and sometimes you just have to move on and you know do do great things with your life right. despite the fact that you have those limitations right. thank you so much for sharing your story um so beyond the curved spine what's the organization about it's i am an awareness group that is committed to making more people aware of the condition scoliosis and then obviously the other related parts, how to treat it, how to manage it, and also creating a support group for people that live with scoliosis to live their best life. <clears throat> so, in Nigeria, 
we have people who don't know that they have scoliosis, but they have it. So how do we make not just them, but other people around them realize what the condition is? So, for example, my case, if my seatmates did not know that there was, she didn't even, probably didn't even know the name, but she knew there was someone that had that, you know, that kind of thing. So it's not just for you. In in, in Beyond the Cops, we say something, watch our back. So it's not just, you, the owner of the back might not even realize, but if someone else around you knows, then early detection, because of early detection, you, you, are, you have a higher chance of managing things properly. So... We're advocating for awareness. We're advocating for better health care for scoliosis, um, people living with scoliosis in Nigeria. Not everybody. Nigeria does not do any scoliosis surgery. You have to go to Ghana. That's the closest to us. Not everybody can afford to go to Ghana. Why not we begin to make it an agenda, you know, on the healthcare system so that surgeries are available, braces are available, and I want more to, affordable. Uh, yeah, and affordable. I want to walk into a a fitness place, and there's someone that's aware that not every exercise routine is good it's for good someone for with scoliosis. You know that kind of thing. Mm. Let's pervade the whole of Nigeria, not because we're trying to find a pity party, but because people need to know. Let's begin to know what it is, and it's beautiful. Zainab, the, the teenage girl I talked about, she caught on so fast. She's uh, her case is very well managed, and she's you know part of our crew and she's making it known among secondary school students we take it to universities we take it to churches and local community you know and it's getting better but we're not there yet so that's what we do at beyond the courts wow that's interesting so um i would um leave the links to the organization for anybody that wants to find out more about the organization thank you so much for this time so there's a section we call lightning round where we have a specific um three specific questions that you have to give short answers to (laughs) so okay you ready yes okay so the first question what would you say to 16 year old busola if she's sitting across from you in the room right now i'll tell her look here (laughs) (laughs) i'll say nothing anybody says about you matters the only thing that matters is what you convince yourself about and tell yourself the good things first Mm. it is good to criticize yourself but tell yourself the good things about yourself first if i if i did that i think i would have overcome those esteem issues i talked about easier and earlier (laughs) Mm. that's that's true i absolutely agree because you know what we the pers- the pervasive thoughts we have are usually what determines the actions and those thoughts usually come from what we take in what we believe about ourselves yes. what we allow yes. what we convince ourselves about yes. from whatever source yes. so i think that's quite um, spot on what one book or movie or song would you recommend as a must fit for a young person i prefer movies <laughs> <laughs> Um, Men of Honor. It's about the first African American, I think, sailor, and the movie is basically about resilience despite external aggression, external. You know, when everything outside of you is saying no, and then you standing against the odds and saying, "I have to do this for me." 
He got to a point where he was amputated and still went on. He got to so at the beginning this person was well you said to keep it short, but he he had things that even endangered his life and despite that he went on with the cause he wanted to pursue. So okay. that's wow. a very good movie. So resilience, resilience. Do you have a favorite quote, a scripture, a saying that um, you would like to share? They change from time to time, but one that has stuck with me is, um, I saw it on the internet, I don't know who it is by, but it is written in the shape of a spine, and it says, you were given this life because you're strong enough to live it. Mm. It is very, I mean, it's instructive for me, being someone that has spent half of my life asking why, to now what? I have scoliosis because I can live with it and I can be the best in spite of it. It is not even <laughs> the worst thing, like I said, that can happen to someone. So scoliosis, so what? Wow. It reminds me of the scripture from the Bible that talks about God giving us challenges that he knows that we can bear yeah. and then provides us a way of escape. Escape, from exactly. So, so wow, that's really awesome. It's wonderful to share your story and it's inspiring. To learn more about Beyond the Curved Spine, the organization that we talked about in this episode, you can visit beyondacurvedspine.com. You can also follow them on Instagram and on Facebook. It's been really wonderful having you on Storybox, sharing your story about um, um, what changed in your perception to life challenges and what you can achieve despite them. Thank and I you. think every young person needs to hear that, needs to know that um, they can pursue their life with diligence and purpose despite negative circumstances. And that's essentially what um, Storybox is about. That's essentially what the Grand Dites Initiative is about. So we really thank you for coming on the show today. I appreciate Thank you. This is the hub of transformative storytelling. Before you go, do not forget to subscribe to Storyvox on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any platform on which you listen to podcasts. You will also find links, show notes, and full transcript of each episode on the Grand Heights website at ghwings.com. Add this podcast to your playlist and tell a friend. Thank you for listening. See you next week.